Well, fuck it. I guess it's fucking Tuesday, and you're back with the boys in the goddamn band. It's Pod Row. What's up, everybody? He's Jay Coates. I'm, yes, motherfucker. Yes, I'm Jay Coates. He's Gilly. I'm Gilly. The motherfucking kid. Welcome to the show. This is Quarantine Edition motherfucking 14. Uh, a nigga feeling some kind of way, and I just need you to know that. We're going to be all right, but right now I got an attitude and I feel some kind of way, but I'm here. I'm here, goddammit. You're here, yeah, too. I Welcome to the fucking show. Yeah, bro. I'm turned up because I want to not be doing this. I don't feel like it, but I'm here. I know you turned up. I know you turned up. I know why you turned up. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Nah, hey yeah. man, yeah, that was people yeah. make mistakes. Forget, hey, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. busy schedule shit yes. going on. It's part of the fucking game. It's just how it is. Players fuck up. <sighs> fuck. Men do as well. <laughs> fuck is shaking, bro. What's shaking, bro? Uh, man, hey man, it's out here staying safe, bro. I, I seem to be doing a lot better than you, man. I had a great Mother's Day. How was your Mother's Day? I'm not a mother, so I couldn't judge it. How was your mother's Mother's Day? My mom didn't answer the phone, bro. <laughs> I called my mom in Chicago. She didn't answer the phone. But she was having a good Mother's Day, did she? She was with my grandma. Oh, That's probably shooting yes. dice or something. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I'm up, bitch. Don't answer that phone. <laughs> bring that juju hot bring that guy. bad shit in here <laughs> nah you talk, hot you right talk now my fucking juju. hot right now <laughs> fuck it i call it back shit fuck yeah. it but yeah mother's day is the shit bro i feel like mother's day mother where we wouldn't be here without mothers and that's just some real fucking it's just real this is real you wouldn't be yeah. here without a mama even if you don't like her you never met her you had one because you're here unless you a test tube baby Remember that, back, remember, remember that back in the uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, Test 2, baby. Robin Harris. Fuck yeah, one of the legends. Test who was 2, baby. Fucking Bebe's kids. <laughs> Nigga, I love Bebe's kids because it reminded me of myself. I was Bebe's kids. I was one of them. You love Bebe's kids because you never babysitted them, motherfucker. Nah, because so I, I was one of them. Because I was one of them. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you did love him then, since he was one of them. Yeah, yeah, man. So you forgot Mother's Day, huh? 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 Bro, I'm not. <laughs> listen, listen. There was flowers, hugs, and kisses. That's all I know. I used corn. There was, there was, was a seafood dinner. That's all I know. There was a seafood, seafood di- dinner. Seafood dinner. Hey man, I think that's that's like every man's like uh, ace in the pocket. Like you can always you fuck up, you <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So what? So what? <laughs> I learned. I learned, folks. I lived and I learned. Oh man. Yeah. So man, you've been. Uh, how was your work week? Pretty busy. Fuck man, I'm pretty relaxed. Uh, I can't, listen, it's so it's like in quarantine, it's like all days flow together. Like they're like I, I thought it was boring when we like really went out into the world. Uh, it was the same thing, but no, 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 no. This is literally the same fucking thing. I feel like we're going in a circle. I'm going a little cabin cabin fever. I think it's gonna be the name of this episode. Fucking cabin fever. Like it started to get to me. I need to go outside. Like uh, I just I was looking at flights to places you can't even get in. Like that's and it was just the thought made me feel better. Just the I can't even LA on lockdown. You ain't getting no LA. You ain't getting to the water. You ain't going to the beach. You gonna sit in the airport, get back on the plane with the Rona. I had that conversation with you. I was talking to my mom uh, earlier today about that. How right now flights are really low. So I was thinking about going and, and like uh, put in, give me some tickets for the future. You know what I'm saying? Give me some reservations. But the only thing about that is what if you make reservations? Like you can get them for cheap right now, but 
if the city is still closed, they have another spike and then everything shut down again and you have those reservations that you paid for because you got them so cheap, hey, you'd bro. be stuck with it. You know why I play the lottery? You know why I like to play the fucking lottery? I play the lottery. Uh, like, I don't play all the time. I play every now and then. I'm one of those people who play when it's a giant fucking jackpot. And some people are like, why, why just play when there's a jackpot? There's a lottery all the time. Listen here, because uh, I have a better daydream with $500 million than I would with forty. Like, $500 million, I get to be me like i get to i get to be the whole me whatever me that is good and i can do it but with 40 million you still gotta be nice to some people like you get that yeah, ain't. yeah 500 million you can walk into your job and be like yeah you know what how much is this place worth <laughs> i'm gonna buy everything i'm gonna buy it right now and i quit because after taxes that's quit. 20 million so that means you might you might you could probably afford to get like one of the nicest houses in your city and still being your yeah. city. So that means you can run into somebody. Or you can move to a destination. Doesn't matter. Like, it depends on your style of living. $20 million. I wouldn't have to go to work again. Like, I could, I could kick it. But I, I feel like your circle. If you manage your yeah. money right. Yeah. Yeah, that's off top. Yeah, if you have $500 million, it's a total different thing. I know you might get, I don't know the tax taxes on it. But you, you got, you're getting over $100 million. You're probably getting over $200 million. Yeah, over but, that. Yeah, like, $40 yeah. million, yeah. 40 million, like, chunk. yeah. Little scrap. I mean, you can do some shit. Don't get me wrong; it's more money than I got now, and I damn sure take it. But like, but five hundred million, the daydreams I get to have—that's the fucking reason why I play. It's the daydreams, bro. Being able to quit your job or <laughs> or get whatever car or house you want—not even that the shit you got you don't like. I like the shit I got now. I'm just saying, like, I daydream about like just being able to like get on a plane when I want to get on a plane, and if there isn't a plane for me to get on, I can call and have a plane come to me. Wherever I'm at in the world, like I, I want to know what that experience is like. I want to be rich, bro. I want to be like Brent Wurridge and just when he, he want to be so rich, he just want to fly around first class with Wiz Khalifa and slap the shit out of him for making an album called "The Only Nigga in First Class." Yep, you want to be that rich? Hell yeah! Hey man, every now and again I get the urge, you know what I'm saying? When my ponytail, my ponytail gets tingling, it says, "Man, you know what? Them's are good numbers right there." Some numbers flash. Maybe it's a gas pump or something, or some shit keeps reoccurring. I, I get it wild here, and I go buy me a lottery ticket. But other than that, man, no, man, I'm not falling for that shit because I know there's always something set up, you know. Listen, man, my granddad played. My granddad hit. I don't know what his lifetime stats was, but when he hit it, felt it was great in the house. Like yeah, that was that was yeah. fucking terrific. I mean, he had a decent job. He worked for the city, and uh, but he played the lottery. And I'm like, he played, and he told me this is the shit he told me. He said, "I play enough for all of us," and I took that. I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't gotta play. You play enough for all of us. My granddad gambles oh. enough for all of us. Yeah. yeah." I heard that. I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. I don't gotta do it." The whole did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Granddad did it. Hey, bro, I think this is the 20th episode. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't keep chronological order. I probably should, like, just write it down and have it on the list somewhere, but I don't because I'm not a producer. But I got one of those. <sighs> Wherever the fuck he yeah. is. Got a new producer this for the episode this season. Who'd you, who'd you pick, man? Who'd you pull out of the motherfucking rabbit's hat? Uh, Blake, uh, Blake Quinzel. Quinzel, yeah. Why can't I fucking talk? Because I stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I know his name because he got me sexually assaulted one time at the show. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Good girl. Front row hit me in the balls, you know what I'm saying? Just a little shit shit. She had been doing it to the comics all night, but I had already in my head registered it that she did it to me. I knew how it was going to go down. And it went down like how I said it. And I thought it in my head to a point, but then there was a time, you know, she snatched the mic and then there was a big fight because she like swung at me and she like hit me like right on like my shoulder. And I watched the film uh, just the other day and it, it sounded like she hit me, right? But then Karen and everybody rushed in, and it was a big fiasco, and then it was over. But yeah, yeah, that shit was funny. That shit was funny. So I know his name for sure because he always tells people he got me uh, molested. 
He's like, yeah, this this next comic, I got molested in Whitehall. This was not a molestation. Let me tell you, tell you one time, it was not. I was not molested. I was sexually assaulted. I think she was trying to cop a feel with her knuckles, but you know, my knuckles was rough. Right. So Blake Quinzel is our new executive producer. Yep. Feels dangerous now because you no longer have control over the editing. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this is things you can't control in your life. I don't care. <laughs> I always had blind faith. I was just like, you know, Jay will take care of it. And, and so, you know, now you get to feel how that is. But yeah, we normally just have a straight through. We normally like Jay Z, one take. There ain't really a lot of editing. Going in, put some commercials and stuff updated. Now you can open up a little free time to do some other little projects you got going on. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Like I yeah, just, that's, that's why smart, I bought that fucking. I bought a fucking move. table saw, bro. I'm gonna go fucking do other shit. I like to build shit. Shout out to all my. Builders. Why do everything yeah. when you don't have to? Yeah, why do everything? That's the thing. Like everybody wants to do. You don't have to be everything. That's the whole point of like building a fucking team, bro. That's what I'm about. Synergy, bro. You have to know about everything, but you don't have to do everything. Yeah, that's, you need a, like a, like a baseline understanding of things, but you can leave specialists to be specialists. That's yeah, like work that's, smarter, not harder. Yeah, bro. That's like I'm I'm for calling a fucking expert, bro. Like <laughs> like that is I'm okay with that. Like I don't like I, the, the people who feel like like the, there was a stereotype or the fucking uh, movie trope where a guy would like hate to call for help or something like that. Listen, here's the thing. I'm smart enough to know what I can and cannot do reasonably. Some shit is outside of my grasp. Sometimes I need to get help. Sometimes it's just easier to get someone to come in and, and uh, do what they do and get it over with. Like when I go, like I told you, when it comes to like fixing shit in my house, I uh, I think of how much it would cost for me to do it, fuck it up, and then have to call somebody. <laughs> yeah, versus just calling a professional, yeah. getting it taken care of. Yeah. yeah. So if 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 I do it and fuck it up and then I have to call somebody else to do that and that cost isn't so great, yeah, so yeah. Hey, but you'll be surprised how many times that I have to go in after people have tried. I got a cousin that knows how to do some electric and then they go, they go in there and really mess up the job and then I have to go through it and it takes extra time to try to re-put back all the circuits how they originally were after well, electricity is one of those fucking things. Listen, man, you can't let everybody fucking work on your fucking your fucking electricity. That's real shit. You need that, bro. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You have or over your life period, you find people, you know, that are that are comp that are competent to do the task the way you would like it done and in a similar fashion that you would do it yourself. And so those are the people that you trust, you know what I'm saying? And you give them certain little tasks, and then that frees up you to do something else and that's 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 a good idea man that's like some bruce lee knowledge you know i don't have to get a black belt in every martial art to know how to not get my ass kicked you know what i mean that's like a i think like in especially in the workplace the stronger everybody is individually the stronger you are as a team like you yeah. you well, want to have only as strong as your weakest link right Call for listen. That's listen. If you have the ability to, it's cool to call somebody in to do shit. I'm not talking about like do everything, but because it's fun to me, I enjoy it when I'm doing it. Like <laughs> the task of getting to doing it, that's the part I hate. The actual working yeah, on shit, I like working on shit. And that's like getting to work every morning. It's always a hassle of just getting there because it, it, it is traffic or you. You, you, all your work shirts were in the washer. Nobody put them in the dryer the night before. So now you got all the goddamn shirts wet and they're going to smell like mildew. You know, it's always that. But once you get to work, you know, everything's smooth because you know how to do your job. It's like second nature. Hey, bro. So I was thinking, I was like, this is our 20th episode, I think. I told, like I said, I don't know. I don't keep count. So I wanted us to go back and listen to our first episode and riff ourselves. Because we didn't know what the fuck we were going to... Like, I didn't know what I was going to sound like. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I just threw some shit out there and, like... Uh, so I'm going to play it real fast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. This is uh, what happened was with Jay Coke and Gilly. <laughs> hold on, hold on. 
what happened? What, what had happened was we didn't we didn't look at the name before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it had to change it. <laughs> uh, we we is, didn't, I, nigga. Ah, bro, that's what, like yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> the episode's called uh, "It's a Start," and that was about right. All right. Yeah, that's how you roll. Gonna make you laugh a little bit. Gonna make you think a little bit. Just gonna kick it a little bit. So I want to go ahead and introduce my co-host, Mr. Gilly. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? I'm Jay Cokes. And you just, you just need to know we about to have some fun. Listen, the ship has gone down since then. Like I, I admit, I was up for it. I had sound effects and cues and shit like that. I was loading everything. It sounds all hype. Listen. This is like real life. Y'all behind the curtain now. Come close. We friends now. You get to see everything. This this is we real. <laughs> this is real life. That's why that's how you can trust what we're saying. This is real shit. We're not that, that fake CNN? shit, baby. Yeah, it's just Yeah. yeah. I'm skipping. Yeah, you did have the little boom, boom, boom. Listen. Listen, well, I am proud to be every time. Every time. It is great. I've had like in that movie. Like they really like Yeah, that brought all the killers, the heavy hitters. Listen, when dude Summer love. When dude uh, plugs them both at the end of the movie. I don't know, man. It was a crazy movie though, man. I liked it. It was really interesting. But that ain't what we was talking about earlier. I don't know. Well, I don't know what we were talking about earlier, <laughs> but I am glad that we were recording this because this is how far our conversations go. Yeah, bro. Like I, what now, were we talking about? I don't know, bro. We were, I think we were talking about smoking aces. We got into something. I can go back and look at it. There it is. Yeah, I think I think you're correct. Like smoking how, aces. How is your 2020 starting? How is it? 2020. It's 2020. Oh. Man, we're like we're like a couple years away from like total recall. Like back in the 80s, it came back. And we, bro. We were so optimistic at the beginning of the year. We started this like at the beginning of the year. That's this what it is. Whole, uh, 2020 is kicking our ass, bro. This was pre-corona. This was pre-fucking... Uh, uh, this was just do shit year. Yeah. Do yeah, this shit, was just accomplished just shit. Just shit yeah. 2020. Fuck. So much optimism. Now, like, I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. Monkey wrench. What's up, fuckers? That's <laughs> I came in like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> How you doing? I'm glad to be here. I'm Jay Cokes. <laughs> now nah, it's like, what's up, bitch? Y'all want to hang out for a little bit? This this yeah. this this episode has a lot of swearing in it. We're gonna have five million listeners, man. Yeah. Hey, we started off 28 strong. It's 28 going on, moving forward. 20 episodes in to be this far, bro. Yeah, and we have fucking gone some places. We Have you done a, a physical count? Because I see you over there doing something. And one, you, you know. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Or next week's twenty. Okay, there we go. Not this oh. week. Next week's twenty. Either way. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want it to be like a Fuck chan- it. it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. We might get like tornadoes and all kinds of wild shit. It it fucking it might snow tomorrow. Listen, it, the world possible. is upside down. It is twenty twenty in Ohio. And uh we're gonna celebrate it now. We're just <laughs> cause I'm just happy to be here, bro. <laughs> That's like I'm just like I'm just happy to be here. Like I just I'm going to jump the, jump the gun on the 20th episode. The 19th is actually the 20th. I don't even know. We It's probably because we uh, we shouldn't have had a 13th episode. Our 13th episode was at actually 14th. And so that would make this the I'm 20th just episode. I'm happy to be here. The ups and downs, the highs and the lows. You know, just going through it, man. Get on politics. I'm Trying to make it way out of I was the oldest. So I had to be E40. I was the oldest. I had to bring in a big piece of chip. Bro, E40 is lit as fuck, bro. I just. You're a little late, my man. A couple decades late, bro. Who? I know. I keep a mirror in my pocket and practice looking horrible. 
Just trying to survive, nothing to lose, but plenty to gain. Started hustling, flea flicking, and serving that candy cane. Put all my cards in my lady name. As a true hustler should, she had a nine to five work at Planned Parenthood while I was in Hey, bro, you remember this E40? This shit right here, bro. I think this is what I'm gonna do when comedy comes back. I'm a, I'm a crunk, crunk dance. Oh, this is the pod rope music edition. <laughs> shit, we can't hear the music. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, you fucked around and bumped the DJ booth. Cut this back up. Cut what back up? I can hear you. Well, if my if my speakers are my earphones are representation of what the audience is gonna hear, we can't hear it. It, 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 it drops down real low. Nope, this is the board. There we go. Hey, if there was ever an E40 little word, a little something he liked to say. You had to be mm. at least the top 10. <laughs> Sorry, that probably peaked right there. This is some real fast shit on you, Nick. Tell me when to go. Hey, bro, you know who also is hype? No, tell me who's also hype, man. I'm my dog. Some hype shit? Got you, bro. Of course, everybody knows Red Meth. What? Oh my God. I want to hang out with oh them, bro. Like, I, we should write a movie God. just where we can just make it to where we hang out with them, bro. Like, just write them into a movie. But they can be our Jay and Silent Bob. But they're better because hey, they're them. Something funny. What? Growing up, I have been called Red Man, and I have also been called uh, Method Man. Man, you just you remind me of Method Man, or you remind me of Red Man. My whole life in Dallas, man. So yeah, I I know Red and Mouth very well, very very. I followed their careers. You know what I'm saying? I have listened and been a fan. I have not met uh, Red and Mouth in my lifetime, though. See that if E40 was on the track, that's what he was. Bro, you, you know who somebody who's else who else is fucking legendary? Well, I'm fucking sitting here. Uh, I bet you can't guess who I'm about to pull up. I'll give you a hint. Is this is this the album of the week? Nah, we just running around. We just running around the music. Just running around. We just running around with music right now. DJ J Coke's on the wheels of steel. What's my favorite word? That's what I need to do. I guess maybe I need to DJ myself out of this. I've been listening to some bullshit. Maybe I need to go and put some of this in. It was Mother's Day yesterday, and it was fucking, it was all somber and, and like, devout because it was Mother's. For Father's Day, yeah. I want to I do hood rat shit with my friends. <laughs> Rio, if you're listening, bro, let's do hood rat shit, bro. Just getting back on the show. So he gave us another artist, and she's fucking dope. Uh, but we, uh, we need to get Coronas. her on. Yeah, Coronas, bro. We saw her at that uh, that festival. Yeah, bro. The 614 uh, Cloud Festival. Cloud 614, is that, what, is that what it was? Yep. Sam Rothstein. Shout out to Sam Rothstein for putting that down. Putting that together. I want to jack this song for the fucking for this this should be this part of the show come in now no you took his back some yeah, of our right. listeners might not remember too short they'd be like why is he using this word bitch so so frequently it's because the word bitch made too short rich Then we get to a check like we get to we get to another artist like this. Bring it forward. Yo, mixing skills are shitty, but you got the jams in there. <laughs> it's all right. You got the jams. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. Baby. 
fuck, man. I just I just want to get through this shit, man. I just want to get through this time and be better on the other side. That is my that is my hope. No life. Hey man, stay positive. Keep faith. Keep God in your life, in your thoughts, and in your prayers, and in your everyday life, and in your movements. And everything's gonna work out, man. You just gotta use some kind of common sense. You gotta be safe. Social distancing. Keeping uh keeping in mind that where you go, just because nobody's there right now doesn't mean you should be going up on the to the store, putting your hands all on the counters, you know what I'm saying? Just touching everything because you never know who was there before you. This shit, man, you can't you wear adults. You gotta watch your kids while they're doing things like that because it's easy for you. It's probably easier for your kids to pick up some stuff and pass it on to you because they're not aware of you know actual real life crisis. Six feet, going bro. On. You ain't listening. You over there bumping. <laughs> I'm listening, bro. I can hear you, bro. I'm just having a good time. Now I'm enjoying myself. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the motherfucking show. If this is where you came into the show, the mood just turned up. I'm a little bit happier right now. Ah, uh, we weren't. We we almost didn't record today, and then fucking Gilly was like, "Bro, we have never not recorded. We have never not done this, bro. We have never not had something for you on a Tuesday because we fuck with y'all. Like this one even about us. We y'all. We just knew y'all was waiting." Here you go. Hey, man. We want everybody has a routine. And if your routine is break up out of messing it, bro. with us on a Tuesday, no, don't break up out of listening to us on a Tuesday. I'm just you talking about like, with us. oh, yeah, but do some groovy shit this week while you listen to this. Yeah. You do some exercise. Fuck Get yeah. out of the house for a little bit, man. It's supposed to be nice this week. It's supposed to be cold, was it, uh, today and tomorrow. And then the rest of the week's supposed to be nice. It's going to be raining, but the, the temperature is going to be in the 70s. Yeah, so get you some dancing in. Get your one-twos back together for when the club pops off and you feel safe to come out of the house and you can go to the club. You still got your steps together. You don't have to knock the rust off. Oh, when I find the actual version. Bam, 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 Dylan, bam, bam. This song was in the movie listen, Belly in the soundtrack. Yes. But it's just, it's a fucking dance hall fucking banger, bro. This is the shit, bro. Classic. Yes, sir. You can play this anywhere. You can fucking line dance to this shit. Play this at your next line dancing show, bro. Impress them. Play this shit. Bomb bomb. It's called Bam Bam by bam, Sister bam. Nancy. Sister Nancy. Sister Nancy. Bam. Yes. Bong, 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 bong. Hey, bro. Somebody said they don't know how to fucking. They they said they might be forgetting how to tell jokes. Well, that's the problem. They they might be forgetting how to perform and be a comedian. So here's the thing. It ain't. I'm me. This is me. I can get up on stage and just be me. I just think dumb shit. I say it out of my face. There's no fucking trying to like make it. The, the, I, I, sometimes I feel like so first of all here's how I write my jokes I take a premise on stage and work it the fuck out I can't really sit down and write unless a joke comes to me completely which it has happened I'm not saying it's the best habit to have I'm saying it works for me some of the shit some of the best jokes I got I made up on the spot on the spot some of the jokes that I tell happen right before I walk on the stage and, and it's funny how we'll be backstage just kicking it, having conversations, and then a topic will come up. And if somebody, mostly me, be like, you know what? I'm about to go up there and tell that joke right now. People are like, oh, nigga, don't do that. And go up there, pow. And that, hey, man, how could you forget to be yourself? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, I, I'm not acting, I'm not pretending. I'm really like this. All the yeah, time. This is my life. All Experience. the time. 
Yeah, well, what do you have? What advice do you have for the person that said that they they feel like they don't know how they're going to perform when they come back? Be genuine. And don't turn on goddamn Corona's jokes unless they're fucking Bill Burr level. Or I'm smacking you. Hey, hey, that's funny because the person you're talking about, I'm not. We're not going to say any names, and I know who you're talking about. They're really funny. As so fuck. That's, 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 Weird but I felt it could it could have just he could have just been like throwing that. it out out there. I don't I'm not taking it seriously. I just want to say like yeah. Hey, everybody ain't supposed to come back after this. Everybody ain't supposed to make it back to that stage. There was a lot of bullshit out there. If you come back, you're supposed to be serious. Well, not even serious. Just be yeah. funny and head in the direction you're supposed to be going, bro. That's all it's supposed to be, yeah. bro. Yeah, because if you come back and you're not serious about your craft, you're just out there taking a chance with your life because the corona has not gone anyway. Just be. It's not it's not gone just because they open up the cities. They open up the cities for necessity for certain people and their mental health and, and, and for the sake of the economy. So yeah, if you're just coming out the bullshit and waste the uh, waste the time that that a show has, you know, and you run a show into one o'clock in the morning type of shit, then you know you just part of the problem. Yeah, DJ, do you have a song for me? What you need, man? There's you know, something about what we were just talking about. I don't know. Many meeting. Something for the spirits. Hey, how about that Bob Marley wait in vain, man? I, that's one oh, of my bro, I just saw that. Favorite jams, bro. Yeah, bro. This, this is the shit, bro. I, I, you know what I miss? I was telling you, I miss fucking live music. I miss fucking bands and fucking not even so much the people, but the people like when everybody's vibing to the song and the and the music is going and the environment just feels full and fucking there's just the energy in the air. That's what I miss, man. Like I was just starting to get, I was just starting to get into fucking festivals, bro. I went to my best, I went to my first festival last year, and it was fucking Austin City Limits, and I had front row seats for shit and VIP access. That was the start of it, and now I can't go at all. Yeah, well, that's funny because we were talking about how what was going on in the beginning of the year. Everything was just going in our in our direction in our favor, and then everything just shut down. We started shooting for uh, different bands during their concerts and shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they have the rug pulled. So, hey, man, it's just, it's a blessing to just still be here and have, you know, those experiences to look forward to going back to. Right. If the world is the same when it reopens back up. This shit like this they really like hey hey before we started recording when xavier uh got behind the chair when you didn't know he's back there be bumped into the chair and fell down i i i it took me back to when my kids were that age and i had uh trained them like whenever they would fall and hurt themselves if it was just like we were walking down the street and they were little and they would fall you know how baby will look at you to see how to react I used to be like, ah, oh, you okay? Ah, oh, you didn't trip again. Come on and get up. And I wouldn't give it that much attention because pain is like a learned experience. Like certain people have had traumatic things in their life or, or the way that they were raised and conditioned to see pain. I always just made it seem like if it was something serious, I, I, I you know, we handled it. But if it was just a scrape or something, you fell down. I never made it a big deal. And I tried to make it them because that's the thing about being a person. If something does happen serious, you need to remain calm. If you can remain calm, you can think rationally. And if it's like a life or death situation, you're more susceptible to making smarter decisions if you're calm. And so I always trained them, you know, whenever those little things happen to not make it a real, a real big deal, you know, because then they grow up and then they're real soft and every little scratch and bump. Oh! 
you know, they're little kids right now. So, you know, you have to still treat them with love and, and care, but you know, you give them hugs and stuff. You try to train them to not be soft because life is a bunch of pain. And there's going to be plenty of times as a grown person that you fall down and, you know, you need to be the type of person that knows. And that's why my coaches always say, are you, are you hurt or are you injured? Because if you're injured, you need to come out of the game. But if you're hurt, you know, you need to shake that shit off and get back out there and get back on your job. Because that's how life is. You know yeah, what I mean? It's a lot of fuck. pops. But you got to get back but up. Listen, it's get also, back in the, get your head So again. it's okay. I think it's okay for you to... to for a person to acknowledge hurt and pain, like that's okay. Uh, my thing is, don't dwell on it. Like, right? Shake that, sh- like shake it off. But like, it's okay. Like, I don't want my son to be like he can't cry. Like, bro, you can cry if you want to. Like, I just, yeah. I don't want like it's just like I just think like so. When some, I guess that's like, they was like toxic masculinity. I'm like, I don't know about that. I want my son to be able to express his express his emotions, but not live in them. Like, don't be no fucking yeah. bitch, bro. Like. Well, let me tell you this. I didn't. I wasn't saying that the way you took care of it was wrong. You, you took care of it. You said, hey, I, I have a problem with it. You did what you're supposed to do. You, you loved your child to make sure he was all right, and you, you moved on. I was just. I, it just brought me to that moment. I had, you know, just a, just a memory of how my kids were. Because I, you know, it was different because I was a single parent. It was mostly just me. You know, when they were still little, it was just me. So if something was wrong, I, I needed to know something was wrong. But if they just fell fucking around, crawling up on the dresser or something, and it was a big boom, like, you know, I didn't want to have to just run up and check on one because there was two of them. If one, if I go give my attention to one, the other one probably getting into some shit. And so, you know, it's just trying to, trying to make sure that they were still taken care of but at the same time you know you got to keep keep in mind it's two of the notes yeah you're right my kids weren't bad but they were they were uh curious Inquis- you know and they were like me <laughs> what's that now if i climb up on the counter and then get up on top of that little other little shelf which would be the cover to some shit with the heavy ass plates were for like christmas and stuff I didn't had shit fall off the walls, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're supposed to still be DJing, but you like you you're not saying a lot for the DJ. You just bringing in the cuts and shit. You need to hype us up, dog. I'm just the one talking, you know. I thought you was DJing. I was like Flavor Flav. I was just keeping the audience. Cuz man, right I'm gonna enjoy myself because I'm gonna listen to this later. So I want to hear this song. This is going to be a terrific switch for tomorrow when I'm listening to it because I listen to the show too. I'm one of the 29. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's what I'm saying. Let's just hang the fuck out. Like, the people who are going to be here are going to be here, bro, and I appreciate it. Like like I said, that's what I said when we started this show. We didn't know where it was going to be. We're going to go all over the place, and that's okay. If you listen to this show, like, we are all over the place. Like, remember how it went from fucking, uh, what, what's his name interview to, uh, fucking Mikey Dennis? Uh, who do we have? Uh, who Eric Tate. Eric Tate. Eric and then Tate. we went to Mikey Dennis, bro. Those were two different episodes. Way too different. Two different interviews. But it's the two different vibes, too. Hey, man, I enjoyed both of those interviews, I though. Did. Both of those guys were cool as shit to hang out with. Eric Tate is like a, a human being of information. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, great dude. You need all kinds great of people dude. around you, bro. You have to. A variety is the spice of life. If you just hang around the same kind of friends, they got the same kind of ideas, man, you'll never grow as a person. And then you find yourself at home uh, sending in an absentee ballot. For tr- <laughs> uh, keep it moving. DJ, hit me one time. Oh, fire squad for you, J. Cole. We'll take it. We'll take it. I don't think it's the appropriate song for after what I said, but you know, we'll take it. Fire squad by J. Cole. Got Kendrick. Hey, while we're on the topic of music, man, 
Do you have what is what is you know your segment? Let's go into it. Album of the week, man. What should the people be trying to pick up? Something that ain't nobody listened to that was like gold, like a gem well, in the, the rough. I don't have none of those. Well, I might, but I'm gonna get you somebody on this podcast ain't never listened to the album Down by Kendrick Lamar, and that's the goddamn album of the week. God damn it. That motherfucking album goes hard, and I actually got to see the fucking tour for it. Album of the week. Fucking listen, we took Kyler, we took Kyler to go see Kendrick Lamar, and we didn't know. So we knew who the opener was. Uh, I forget who the first guy was. Uh, it was. It might have. What was his name? Uh, Drum. 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 Uh, I can't. I'm. I don't want to get the guesses. But his uh, that memorable uh, drama. Was, I think that's what his name was. I, I'm sorry. I just. I have a bad memory. It's not saying that he's a lesser artist or something like that. I just can't remember. Uh, but the the feature was fucking YG. So. I, I had heard YG before, but I didn't know how YG was going to act. YG turned the stage into a fucking strip club. I, 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 and we had I, I, Kyler in the audience for his first I, concert. How old was Kyler? Uh, how old was he? I think he was 14, 14. 14. So we yeah. took we took Kyler to his first strip club. So there, he's between me and his mom. <laughs> and there are bitches on stage shaking all ass. Like, Did you give on him pose some and everything. Did you give him some ones? I tried to hand them to him until you snatched them out of my hand. Like, I just wanted... Hey, the, hey, the first time I took both of my sons, because I took both of my sons to a strip club in Dallas before, because they're old enough, and I gave them some money to toss, and it was funny to watch them two little dudes interact, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what's going on with strippers. That shit was priceless. So, yeah, you took, you you had a toothpick. You didn't even know. You told, you thought it was just Kendrick Lamar. You didn't know why he was busted out the strip club experience with a youngster. Right. I right, man. Get all quiet and shit. Because this is the fucking part where J. Cole, like, really get, he, he breaks down. He starts, it's the breakdown. J. Cole, like, I fuck with this whole album. The Forest, the Forest, uh, Forest Hills Drive. The whole album, bro. The whole album, bro. Like, and his live is better than this. And this is the shit. Like, and he wasn't no drug hey, dealer. Last year's, he went to college. Last year, you talking about J. Cole? Yeah, bro. Yeah, did you see last year's uh, All-Star Game performance? No. I still have that on DVO. Next time you come over, we're going to check it out. Ah, I hey, man. See that. Dope. It's so dope that I done had it on the DVR for over a year and some change. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. But he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. Like he, he, he want, he, he like, in this song, he like to destroy the crown. Like, bro, what's the crown anyway? We all, like, there's a whole bunch of dope artists and everybody getting money. We all kings, bro. First and foremost. Bro, that was on a rap album, bro. That was psychology on a rap album. Hey, <laughs> I, I didn't even say nothing because I just saw the conviction in your eyes like you was just giving the world a gem. But this is some knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendrick Lamar's damn album is the album of the motherfucking week. And you need to hey, go. Hey, if E40 was doing a little guest spot on here, he'd be like, ooh. Right. Ooh, baby. But this is. 
listen, this, listen, listen. I'm surprised we'll probably get a Kendrick Lamar E40 track. They both from the uh, they both from the West Coast. It's possible. You know, E40 fuck with everybody. But this is damn. I'm just mad. I'm just mad that you only got one board because I need to go buy me a board tomorrow and next week we can have a little uh, DJ battle. We can just rap <laughs> Just go back to back for the fans, man. We could do that. I, hey, I tell you what. I got. I have some room. I got. I have some. Uh, I got some disposable income to go get this board, man. We might have to look into this. Not after buying them jeans, weekend. nigga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tell no, the people this, about this the five pairs jeans. of jeans that you bought. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, these were my jeans, yeah, the jeans that you bought. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I come back on the scene, baby. Hey, you have to recreate yourself, man. You can't just. You get stagnant, you know, because me, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit by nature, and uh, I like what I like, and, and you know, I wear what I wear. And most of the times, back when I first started, my, my, my thoughts and ideas was more about the fashion, and I got away from the comedy. And so there was a point where I started transitioning and started get, caring less about what I had on and more about what was coming out of my mouth and my, and my body language. And, you know... Uh, I, I kind of feel like I'm at a, at a point in my life and my career as far as comedy goes to where I, I'm comfortable who I am as a comedian and now it's time for me to start wearing uh, the things that I like to wear, you know what I'm saying, and busting this this wide open again on a different tip, man. Okay, pimp. <laughs> so, yeah, tell tell yeah. them about it. Let the congregation know what to expect from the pool. Yeah, let, let, them, let, let them know, know what's going go on. on speak on it, Bishop. On the go on. Yeah. <laughs> Bishop, go on. I know you see me shining. I know. Listen. Uh, diamonds from here to My toe, shoe turned uh, the corner for I did. <laughs> shining on them hoes. Uh, Dime Magic Wand. Oh, man. That's gonna. I'm gonna bring that back. That joke is gonna be my closer from here See, on. Use it, you use it, use it. You'll find out. Um, back into the mix, baby. Back into the mix. Switch it up for him. We done got a little bit of uh, Lamar. What else? Because it's fuck. He's the album of the week, bro. Please go listen to Damn, bro. Mr. Kung Fu Kenny, bro. Go and do that with your life. Like you got fucking Spotify. Most of the people listening to this on on fucking. Whatever to listen to it, listen to it on Spotify. So hey, what's Kung Fu Kenny's color his belt? Fuck if I know. I didn't know I, Kung Fu Kenny had I'm a belt. Fucking with you, baby. Hey man, you nobody questioned Flavor Flav when he was out there doing his dances and shit, man. You Flavor Flav got fired, bro. He didn't get fired. He he who got the fuck told fired. You fired from where? He, he got fired from Public Enemy. Public in- Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, bro. Quit. No, he got fired, bro. You need fired, to go bro. back and look at the documentary. He got fired, hey, bro. Hey, man, call Chuck D right fucking He got fired, bro. I don't want to call nobody, fire. bro. He Chuck not. D even said, man, without Flavor Flav, this shit will never work, D. Fuck out of here talking about Flavor Flav got fired, man. You're daydreaming. What is that, he, some CNN news, nigga? You're, you're daydreaming. <laughs> they have hey, parted. Just, he got fired, bro. Hey, whatever, man. I just been watching Trump uh, videos and shit. He got cool and, with and Trump and started sucking CNN the power. CNN news suck, and suck, fake suck news. the power. Nah, man. Hey, but on some real shit, nah, Flavor Flav. Go back, man, and ask Chuck D, man. Go back to this documentary. Song. Chuck D will tell you itself. No fucking Flavor Flav getting fired, nigga. Flavor Flav was smoking fired. rocks and doing wild shit. He was doing some Bobby Brown, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bobby Brown shit. He got fired, bro. Fucking, what are you trying to say? I'm about to get fired, nigga. No, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> you gonna oh, a nigga, a nigga might have to pull your application. Is that what he said? <laughs> I pull my application. I didn't put in no application. Uh, no, so that's why it's gonna be okay. Shit, you got my resume out the streets, baby. What color was the bag that what it was sipping was in? Was it purple and gold? Hey. A lot of motherfuckers might not be old enough to remember this. Uh, <laughs> keep getting low in my earphones. Another summer. Another summer. 
Hey, these niggas look old as hell in this picture right here, bro. Hey, I was in the seventh grade when this came out, bro. Then you old as hell. They look old as hell in that picture, bro. Fight the power! Fight the power! Fuck you, youngster! Fight the power! You realize one day if Fight you look, you will be this age, right? I'm cool with it. Fight the power! That's funny about old people. They Fight always the talk about old people. And then they don't even realize that one day they're going to be the old people. You know, they're going to be the subject of the old people conversation. Nigga, just old motherfucker. Jay-Z. I'm about to pull up this board real quick while we sitting there talking shit. Go ahead, bro. Hey, but, hey, but you seen my, my alligator belt for the wedding, my dude. You see that, right? I saw that hey, alligator see, belt, I, bro. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think you getting that through customs, dog. <laughs> I don't think hey, they're going to they gonna get you for a transport hey, exotic animals with that hey, bitch hey, on. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to hey, turn into almost owe me money on them. <laughs> shit, y'all better leave Cliff alone. Out there messing with me by the alligator belt. When's the last time you seen a little white alligator floating around in in these premises? You ain't never seen a white alligator floating around in any of these vicinities. I got one for you, bro, because I because I, I know you. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take it to fucking Texas on a different kind of way. In a fucking hey, text, different lane, te- bro. Hey, hey, text uh, Karen the name of that board. I'm I'm on on Google right now, my nigga. You fucking around <laughs> with the real. <laughs> Go on and text her that real quick while she's sitting right here in her sister's chair. Bright light, big city going through my head. Oh, oh, you ain't fucking around with my Gary Clark Jr. Are you? That's why I played it, bro. You know that's my intro music when I come on stage when I'm really serious about my situation. Oh, hey, let me tell you where it was. That boy was just outside of Marcy. Wow. Did you text Karen? Hold on, bro. I think you're scared of this battle. Rap battle. DJ rap. <laughs> DJ. DJ Jason Coles. Against DJ. Uncle Gilly. Sweet. Hey, so uh, the people who are listening to this podcast now, uh, I just want y'all to realize that when we actually do make it, these episodes won't be able to exist because people are getting mad about us doing stuff like this. So... <laughs> Enjoy this show while we still can do whatever the fuck we want because we're so small we don't matter. Yeah, baby. Hey, man, you know what I've been watching all day? I've been watching uh, The Last Dance on ESPN Plus. Little Michael Jordan uh, document. Well, it's not just a Michael Jordan. It goes over all of the Chicago Bulls of that era. My friend in the, in, uh, in Belize hit me up on Messenger and was like, man, I've been watching this Michael Jordan shit. <laughs> so I, I haven't watched it yet, so I had to sit down and watch it today, man. It's pretty good, man. Pretty interesting. I don't know if you're a Michael Jordan fan, but it goes all through Kobe and all that other good shit, man. It's really informational. Really entertaining. Not to get off subject. It wouldn't be the first time. We're all right. Man, hey, man, you gotta love it, man. You bring us right back under, in, in, into the into the subject. That's the mix of it. That's how it works. Pipe it in, Miss Cam. My bad. Wow. Okay, that ain't real, baby. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, look what I got right here. Look at this. <laughs> I got some good earphones and shit too. <laughs> hey, bro, that's what you need to get. You need to get a uh, a mic. A, U- uh, a USB yeah. mic. I'll be working on it right now. We got we got Miss Karen, the secretary, on that shit as we speak over here. <laughs> kitchen studio. 
Yeah, that's nice. Then I can just come over there <laughs> and just bring my mic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but also we'll be able to uh, have more guests on at the same time. Right. Yeah. Just, just a capability, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's a good investment. I'm gonna check into that shit. I see one right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a J. Cox online and see if I can get it for like. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love a good deal. It's my weakness. Yeah, Miss Karen like my new jeans, my dude. <laughs> yeah, she'll be checking me out. Man, this has been a. I'm glad we did this. Like, I was fucking. I didn't want to do it. I was just walking around the house. The house was cold because it's fucking 44 degrees outside in May. It's probably 39 now. What the fuck temperature? What is it? It's 42. Hey, you know what you? Hey, you know what you need to do? Just between me and you. What? You need to call Mikey Dennis and get something set up for tomorrow, man. He's out of it. Don't fucking matter. He's not still in it. Listen, I already told her she get another day. I told her that she knew she was going to get another day regardless because of quarantine. So what? So she's getting a whole other day, bro. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You need to have more than just one day when you miss the one day. Well, the whole thing about it is to not make it holidays only, bro. Yeah, I know. But fuck that. Women don't want to hear that shit. Call Mikey, man. He's out, tell him to he's out of it. He's out of it, bro. And he's out of it, but he, man, man, you ain't listen. I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it for you, man. I got you. Hey, man, that boy Luke Capasso, bro, he is a beast when it comes to the home tip, bro. Remodeling, bro. You been watching the, the videos? Yeah, bro. He go in, bro. We definitely yeah. got to have him. Yeah, he go in. Yeah, when we have him, we need to have Luke Capasso with a goddamn beard. Oh, then we got to wait because he just cut that shit off. And I'm like, boo, Yeah, I know. Bro. I saw that shit until that nigga grow that shit back, man. That nigga... <laughs> I just hope he ain't one of the 28. That little nigga Luca Pato. Silly, man. I just fucking with him. But yeah, tell him to grow that motherfucker back, bro. Yeah, bro. I told him. I told him on his fucking YouTube video. Hashtag beard. I feel comfortable now because Bring I got the beard this back. mustache. This magnificent mustache out of baby. Come on. As soon as I can get it, he going to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Bro, I got my hair cut scheduled for 3.30 on Saturday, bro. You going into the city Fuck when they open it up? Fucking you taking a chance? Listen. Listen. Come on, Jay. Listen, Linda. Come on, Jay. Listen. Listen, listen Linda. I, hey, man, I, I, I don't have any Linda, sympathy bro. for you because you have a magnificent barber in the house. <laughs> he, only, he cut him for $5, and that's a pretty good price. He just told you. Probably one of the best prices on the market. But hey, with this haircut, sometimes you got to go in and touch it up here and there a little bit. But you know, $5, shit, what the fuck? What you expect? And you're helping a young entrepreneur with his uh, college fund. It's a great deal. No, I ain't what he said. He said, it's a pretty good deal. $5? All right, man, that dude is amazing that dude has so much personality hey there's a picture of a dude a black guy who went uh jogging with a uh with an ar bro yeah bro that sucks but i'm happy to see you with it bro i'm happy to see you with it like it I'm not because what America doesn't need is another civil war. Well, all this, my, all this separation. I want a gun because I know who got them. That's why. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm not against home protection and being an owner of a firearm. They, but listen, I just they, want America. Hey man, before you even start, let me get this up. Bro, they brand this firearms to scare people, bro. They fucking war, it's they they fucking people who bring out guns. They don't bring out guns to fucking just support their fucking rights. And if they say that, they bring that shit out to fucking. Well, Texas is a gun ca- open carry state, so it's, been, it's always been that way. 
I'm talking yeah, about in places like where, like, um, that's what I'm saying. It's always been that way. I'm talking about in places where it was just put in the law and people are walking around with goddamn ARs and AKs like it's cool, bro. I don't care if you have a legal right to do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a legal right to do it. But goddamn, you got to admit that shit is off-putting as fuck. And it's not because I'm some fucking weak-ass sheep fucking whatever the fuck they want to call us, snowflake or some shit like that. I like to pop off too, bro. I like a good. You know, I like a. I like. I, feel, stra- I, I like. I like a nice rifle, bro. Too. Listen. I feel like the more listen. guns that are around, the, the more respect is around. Because hey, if you the type of person just to be thinking just because you have a gun that you have an advantage over uh, society, you can walk around the streets acting like a goddamn fool. That's one thing. But if everybody in the place has a gun, you, I, so that's I feel why. like people that have common sense. And have a respect for what a firearm actually brings. It's supposed to be there for protection, yeah, but some, not for you to be walking some guys around get it talking they, shit it, in McDonald's listen, because yes. they fucked up your fries. You know, no. Some people get guns because it makes them feel bigger. It's like the same people who like some people join fraternities because it makes them feel stronger and tougher. Like they feel like more confident and like you know what I'm saying like yeah. like I'm but not that's saying that's also that's also shitting on the people that join fraternities for the brotherhood and for the future investments and tie into what they actually are. It's like, it's like big clicks. When you go into a, a fraternity, it's a brotherhood and y'all look out for each other in the future. When you're so doing my thing is when shit. I say, I like to see them with it. I like to see them with it because I get to see fucking white guys on TVs fucking holding. They fucking, what was the happened to the guys who fucking took over the government building? I occupied the government building with the high power rifles out, out West when it was fucking snowing and shit like that. Protesting over something about somebody's land or something. And then the motherfuckers like, like they went to, they got arrested. They finally got arrested. And then like all charges were dropped against them. But if you see, like <laughs> if you, see like a whole bunch of black men with guns out you want to you want to think that something's wrong like that's what i'm saying it's so they <coughs> they will make it seem like it's a problem for black people to do it if they doing it we should be doing it not because we but want this shit but if, that's the if thing. you want peace prepare for war bro i'm with you but that's the thing when you say they people people don't understand there's a lot of boxes out here and just because a person might be white don't mean that they ain't for the cause so I'm, I'm i'm not saying i'm saying but when i see a fucking white man with a fucking mask on going standing outside a fucking polling place with a fucking rifle that where black people go to vote that's not about fucking your rights that's about intimidation bro and i don't give a fuck what you Welcome say about it to america nah bro that's not okay that's <laughs> like it's look I'm, I'm saying like i'm not saying it's okay but i'm saying welcome to america i'm not saying like like, even if you had a pistol, a pistol, and that everybody who has an AR is carrying a fucking an AR, a big ass rifle, they know what the fuck they doing, bro. They know what the fuck they doing. Like they're they're completely aware of it. It's off putting, bro. It makes me feel I don't I don't want to feel I, like you think I feel safe because you got it, because your crazy ass got it. Get your own. Exactly. So when my people got so if you want to have. These protesters over there who would normally stand out there and be dickheads and fucking carry their gun because it's, it's just their right. When they see an opposing party who is just doing it because it's just their right, that's what's up. I'm force plus force plus one. Force, yeah, force equal to force plus one. Well, I'm for uh, CCW. Hell, maybe plus 13. I don't give a fuck. Listen. Don't be on that bullshit. It's fucking. They do it to cause fear, bro. It's a tool to cause fear. They want to put fear in people. You still a pussy. Fear, fear is already in people. It's for protection. But a lot of people get a firearm. Taking, picking up big ass, putting all that fucking body armor on, playing dress up with your fucking goddamn guns, and going outside. That's not fucking. And then fucking standing in somewhere place, a public place where women and children, and you got a fucking big ass gun, and you just doing it because you're playing dress up, bro. You're playing GI Joe, bro. Yeah, well, and I'm not talking ter- about that person. And then they use it. They use that's who I'm talking about. Fuck them. That's who I'm talking about. I'm not talking about legal gun owners who got it. I'm not even talking about like legal gunners who fucking had their guns with them. I don't give a fuck about that. But those people yeah, who fucking put on the fuck. You jumped into the subject. You got a little too quick on me. Listen, <laughs> listen that's, that's where I'm at, bro. That, listen. Hey, but you did that to uh, Cream by Wu Tang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh shit. Hey, I've heard this saying, Jay, and it goes, 
it's it, it's it was a religion thing and it was way okay to to be religious and and have pride in religion but it's kind of like a penis it's way okay to have it and be proud of it but it's not okay for you to just be walking around the street shoving it down everybody's motherfucking throat you know what i mean preach So yeah, if you have an AR and you, and you bought it for protection, there's no system. If you, you bought it for fucking sport, or if you fucking man. bought it, yeah, bro, if you bought it for whatever the fuck reason you bought it, besides being a pussy who wants to show up and try to scare people with it and induce panic because you want to play GI Joe, nigga, go get some pussy or something. Or, or that's get all a I, puzzle. And in the words of fucking Forrest Gump, that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Well, as quick as we began to talk about it, as quick as it is over. Hey, but you know, outcasts will do that too. Nah, especially on, when you listen to the elevators. I feel like this: get money, fuck bitches. Text my mother and tell her that her package came today. All right, but I'm done but talking. I- I'm done with the podcast now. I want to go do something else. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How much we got on tape? It's a fucking hour and six minutes. We have fulfilled our fucking <coughs> obligation. Oh, and I want to thank everybody for coming out and hanging out with us. Could have been anywhere in the world tonight. But you were here. But you're here with us today. And we fucking appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Man, thank you. And we're going to keep coming at you because it's what the fuck we do. So every Tuesday, regardless hell or high water, it's going to be something called Pod Row. Next week, we'll be introducing our executive producer. Yeah, he'll be here. I sent him an invite. He must be busy. It's cool. But listen, I appreciate yes, you coming by, man. Fucking see you later. Hey, he's, J- he's Jay Coates. He's Gilly. And we appreciate you coming through. Till next week. Fuck around and made a